Hello and welcome to the Courage to Be podcast, where we explore how to raise your game, lean into discomfort and have more impact and purpose. I am your host, Sinead Millard. Hello, everyone. In today's episode, I talk about the courage to act. I want to begin by drawing on some of the work of John Maxwell. I will include um, links in the show notes. If you don't act on what you know, you will not get all that is potentially yours. Life rewards action. It's just the way it works. I absolutely love this. And John also builds on this by asking us or urging us to ask ourselves this question when we are faced with a situation. Am I not taking action because it's not good for the situation? Or am I not taking action because it's not comfortable? And I think this really brings everything together when we talk about the courage to act. And that is knowing when it's time to act. And very often we can convince ourselves that we need to prepare more. We need to plan more. We need certain expertise, advice, etc. before taking action. But in actual fact, the reason we're not taking action is because we feel too uncomfortable. It's too much of a stretch. So if we get honest with ourselves and ask ourselves, do we have a tendency? Do you have a tendency to hold back? Do you have a tendency to delay taking action? Have you a low bias for action? Could you act quicker? Have there been opportunities that you've missed because you haven't acted. Jim Rohn talked about a concept called the law of diminishing intent, which says the longer you wait to do something you should do now, the greater the odds that you will never actually do it. Very seldom do we act too quickly. And to some of you listening, you might disagree with this and say that there are situations where a larger degree of preparation or thinking was required. And yes, of course, there's always those situations. But generally speaking, we're looking to increase our bias for action as it relates to growth and success. So ask yourself, where do you sit on the spectrum? Have you got a low or a high bias to action? Could you act quicker? Could this pick up the pace in which you grow and which you succeed? Very often there's a misconception that we should feel ready to act. And that's not always the case. And I think if we look at Stephen Pressfield's words, he says, start before you're ready. The analogy here being that you won't always feel ready and that's okay. Perhaps if you feel ready, you're too late. But also if you think about a very basic analogy, which is you make a commitment to go to the gym every week or go for a swim or go for a run. You won't necessarily wake up in the morning and feel like going to the gym. You might, but in some cases you won't. Um, but if you are fully reliant on that feeling, you likely never take the action. So what I very often tell clients is when we take the action, the feeling follows. Have you ever regretted going for a run or going for a swim? And we can use this analogy across all areas of our lives. We might not feel like writing that book or publishing that blog or completing or initiating that 
project, but the very act of doing it starts to create momentum. Without movement, we can't get information. We can't get results. Obviously, there's a reason I'm talking about this topic. I have experienced the benefit of action, but I've also had the opportunity to experience what action has done for the clients that I work with. In fact, I was originally drawn to coaching because of its focus on action. And so to share with you a personal example, you're all listening to this podcast, so I'll use that as an example. Did I feel ready to launch the Courage to Be podcast? No, I don't think I did. Um, Was it time to launch the podcast? Absolutely. Um, There was a lot of hard work, effort, preparation that went into the launch of this podcast. Um, But I really had to lean into knowing when it was time to launch. I definitely slipped into my old habits of trying to perfect, to over-prepare. Resistance showed up in lots of new and wonderful ways. Um, but, but I managed to move through that. Maybe I could have launched quicker. Yeah, who knows? But either way, you know, I've launched. Um, and I knew that the act of launching was going to give me far more information than any more kind of backroom planning thinking could ever give me. Um, and it has. So I've gotten a sense for, you know, what my audience are drawn to what they are resonating with. Also, I've managed to get a better understanding of the resources I need to take the podcast to the next level. Um, And there's no way that I would have known what I needed without launching. And in fact, I've managed to attract certain people, resources into my life that could never have come into my life without the podcast actually being out there. Knowing when to act is really important because there is a sweet spot. If we look at some of the greatest leaders, and we're all leaders, whether that's leaders of an organization or leader of our own lives, whatever that is, intuition and timing are key. And they play a huge role in knowing when to act. But when we ignore intuition and when we ignore that sense that it's time to act, then we don't reap the benefits that we could if we had acted. Are you waiting to feel ready? Are opportunities passing you by because you are over-preparing, over-thinking, waiting for some magic feeling to come upon you for you to take action? So to start to wrap things up, is there something that you should be doing that you should be acting on that you haven't yet acted on Um, you may not have told anybody about this it may be just kind of going around in your own head um, or you may have shared it with people now what is the tiniest form of action that you can take on this particular situation project whatever it is for you to move forward Um, how can you increase your bias for action? How can you begin to play with the power of movement and action and see what it brings? Thank you so much for listening. If there's something that you've heard in this episode that has resonated with you, or perhaps you think it could benefit someone else, then please do share this link or start the conversation. 
If you haven't done so already, click on the subscribe button in your listening app. And as always, I really value your feedback. So please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. And for more information, full show notes, links and resources, you can pop over to my website, SineadMillard.com. See you next time back here on The Courage To Be.